When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings has you covered. News customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets instantly. It's that easy. Just use the code PHNX when you sign up. We are out. At the Trading Card Club, Christian Kirk currently signing autographs until 5 o'clock. So if you're nearby, hurry on, hurry on in. You got until 5 o'clock. Cheers and Susel here with Saul Bookman, Johnny Venerable, Frank Sanders. We've got our our pumpkin. You're, you're hiding it. We've got our pumpkin spice boys here on the, on the show today. I hid it behind the banner so you couldn't boys. see it. Our basic boys. Now I'm not I was at least clever with mine. Basic, basic boys. boys here on the pod today. And we were talking about it before the show started. It seems like it's been 365 days since the Cardinals have played a game. It's really kind of uh, depressing because they came off that unfortunate loss on Thursday Night Football. And we've had like 10 days to stew on it. And it, we still have two more days until they travel on the road and play the division rival Niners and and to me I know they have a lot of adversity facing their team but I'm just ready to talk about something other than injuries and the Packer game I agree let's get right into Friday's four downs the keys the the things that you need to know heading into this game Kyler Murray is going to be a game time decision the Cardinals could be without their two top receivers in Hopkins and AJ Green the Cardinals will face Jimmy Garoppolo for the first time this season he was out the last time they played and the Cardinals are slight underdogs in this game versus the 49ers so let's start with the Kyler Murray news Uh, he is officially listed as questionable but he uh, and DeAndre Hopkins both are going to be game time decisions which clearly shake things up yeah, so shameless plug, we had Michael Lombardi, uh, former NFL executive, general manager, on PHNX Bets earlier today. We're trying to fill out that line a little bit that started with the Cardinals being favored at minus 2.5. Now it's gone to plus 2.5. To me, we've talked about it all week, Cheerson. It signals that, just in my opinion, Vegas knows Murray's out, Hopkins is out. And so we're going to have Christian Kirk on in a little bit. Can we clone Christian Kirk? Can we get multiple Christian Kirk Sunday? Because the Cardinals presumably no A.J. Green due to COVID, no Hopkins, maybe maybe no Murray. I don't want to say that too loud. But, uh, you know, you're looking at some second What's going to happen if you do? I don't know. I, I don't want to upset the fan base. Everybody, we all want him to play. We want that to happen. But it just... It's the first time really this year, especially offensively, where they face significant um, adversity when it comes to missing key players. Yeah, look, this is, um, I actually kind of like that a little bit, kind of keeps us a little bit on edge. I like that a little bit because honestly right now, not knowing if he's going to play brings about that much more excitement if he does play. Um, It is one of those conversations that because it is a, it's a conference game, you want to make sure you have all your players. Of course, right now, roster looks very beat up and guys need to get healthy but I'm okay with it because I know for a fact that makes the defense the other team has to decide who they're going to play for are they playing for Colt McCoy or are they playing for you know Kyler Murray and to me right now 
it'd be a spark if he plays. I think the guys would like that too, just to know that that he's he's willing to go if he's not a hundred percent, but he's still willing to go at seventy percent. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't like that. I know you like a you like a you like a eighty five percent Colt McCoy versus <laughs> a seventy five percent Kyler Murray. But I'm that's thinking still, big picture, man. This is a long way to go in this season. season. But I, I still like that. I mean, I just that that makes the other team still be apprehensive about who they're playing for. And that gives us just a little bit of edge. Not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Colt McCoy started 39 games in his NFL career. He's going to be fine if he has to go. I know it's not the same, <laughs> and there's no bailout, right? That's right. What, what Kyler provides you is a bailout when things break down, whereas Colt McCoy, not so much. So you have to play a more perfect game. And really, Cliff Kingsbury has caught a call a more perfect game. So we'll, we'll see how that adjusts. Yeah, we talked about it all throughout the week. There's a difference between rolling Kyler out there and the potential of him just in general, um, you know, not being the same player, potentially uh, re-aggravating or making the injury worse. But then there's this, you know, if he's not able to move like he's able, he's regularly able to move, then it opens up the door for, you know, him to not, you know, escape the pass rush or things like that. Like that that could also lead to injury so it's not something that you want to take lightly no this this is a point in the season you're seven and one you've built up credibility and you have a little bit of a buffer right now that you do not have to rush players back when they are not ready it's a long it's the longest season we've ever had 17 games and even if it was 16 i'd say pump the brakes hold him out another week if he's not 100 percent because to your point, Cherson, it's not because Kyler Murray wants to run around, you know, vintage 2019, 2020 Kyler Murray. I, he just has to have escapability in the pocket. And, you know, let's call it what it is. Cardinal offensive line has not played particularly well each of the last two weeks. And you're going to face Nick Bosa and that fearsome front seven of San Francisco, which is very capable. To me, I would just say, okay, get Colt McCoy out there. Ask him to play mistake-free football. Lean on your run game and your defense. Let the chips fall where they may. This is why you prioritize Colt McCoy in free agency. He was not signed in April or May or June. He was signed on March 30th, which is right after the first wave of free agency. That tells me, pertaining to how the season ended last year, and with all due respect to Chris Stravler, did not play well in that season finale against the Rams. They expect Colt McCoy to come in and play at a high level, as do I. Got all the first-team reps this week. I am comfortable with him. You won out Seattle last year. He is not some scrub, no name that you're going to throw out there and embarrass himself. I, I think he's going to play well. But but it's a more basic offense. You know That's what I mean? That's true. And speaking of basic, Berging Travel in the chat. Thank you. $2 Super Chat. Shout out to the basic boys. He's actually Apparently, a little bit more than that. We are the Colt McCoy of this set. That's fine with me. Look, one, one tour doll shot pregame and about halftime. <laughs> I want him out there. I don't care. I want him taking Advil, whatever kind of pills he got to take. I need him to play. This is a conference game. I'd rather him sit out next week, and then that way it'll just be against the Panthers, but it won't. But this right here, you have to have it. You, have to, you need to have this win. So a couple two dog shots, <laughs> he'd be good to go. I'll take him a 1,000 days over over well, in this course. situation. But it, we're, it's big picture. They, they need him for big week picture. 15, 16, 17, January football. The, that the, sounds logical, bro, but you know it's still Colt McCoy. So watch this here. Just just watch the emotional. This is did a little you banter. Face, but, did you, face. but did you watch Dak last week? He didn't, he didn't play. And who did they bring in? I Some blame, other dude. Bro, and that dude sucked. Yeah, and, and they Kirk still Cousins, beat the Vikings on the road. And Kirk Cousins sucked. So, therefore, <laughs> we don't expect that same thing to happen. Again, That's again. That's, those are two not non-conference games. I don't know if you've games. heard, but this is the year of the backup quarterback, Frank. Let me tell you what. The backup quarterback is going to get you a lot of This guy's L's. been exposed to a lot of backups. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, we're triggering Frank right now. You really got me like I have seen some really. You know what? Emotional. You know how bad emotionally you could feel walking into a conference game and they murder you? Like, they murder Frank you. Frank was murdered a lot in the late like 90s. You, but I'm saying, like, that's... I'm just keeping it 100. Like, you just... You can walk in there and feel like, okay, we got Colt McCoy. He can come out. He can do this. Well, he don't have all his pieces. He still have all his pieces, so he got no AJ. He has no D-hops, maybe. But then you're going to still sit him out there against a ready-to-eat? This is the Andy Isabella game. Did you not know that? God, Saul, don't Lord get me Jesus. started. <laughs> Here, here's what I will say. Leave Andy alone. He's not, Andy he's not going against Russell Wilson or Matthew Stafford. He's no, going against Garoppolo. quarterback. I think he, he can hey, play so, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, you, you know what other receivers need to be ready on the field on Sunday? The defensive receivers for the Cardinals. That's Thank right. You. Because they're going to get their catches. I promise you that. Well, on defense, well, let's not forget. Let's not forget when this team was healthy, they only beat the Niners by by uh, one score, and they also were going up against a rookie quarterback making up making his first NFL start. So, defense. Defense, defense. I actually like this matchup for the Cardinal defense much more sans Trey Lance inserting Garoppolo because I think Trey Lance, you have the fear of the unknown. You've got that athletic factor. You knew he was going to run around and be an athlete. Jimmy Garoppolo, to me, is a turnover waiting to happen. And I think that and this is a huge game for the likes of Chandler Jones, Marcus Golden, going up against those bookend tackles for San Francisco because if they can generate pressure and shorten the field for McCoy and company, I, I think Colt McCoy can generate points. Maybe not touchdowns, but points. You know what's interesting about this? And, and I know I threw his name out there just kind of like whatever. But sometimes when you have injuries, it, you, you're forced to play players and – Sometimes you come across something that you didn't know was there, right? So in this game, it would be interesting to see Isabella, Moore, Wesley, all on the field Some at the speed. same time. Yeah, it's a different dynamic now uh, when you don't have, you know, AJ and, and Hop. Somebody brought this up on Twitter, and I can't remember who it was, but I, I want to give credit because I didn't come up with the theory. And it was probably too early in the week to know AJ Green's status due to COVID. Like, maybe they didn't trade Isabella purposely because they knew Hopkins would be hobbled, situations in flux at receiver, and they needed him for this weekend. I mean, there's some credibility to that. Yeah. Uh, as far as Kyler Murray wanting to get back out there. Frank's face. <laughs> what happened, Frank? Well, he wants everybody what did Johnny to be shot say? Well, no, this, so this is like, again, we've, we've seen Andy play. And there's a reason why he's not the guy right now. And I'm not taking anything away from him. But again, we're not taking Andy Isabella with Kyler Murray. We're taking Andy Isabella with somebody, Colt McCoy. And that might, it might, it might be the, this might, uh, look, Andy I is, want to do Frank, I like how you just give up on like, on Andy, saying hey, names. Andy Bizzo. I just, I just, I just want to remind you, Frank, but Andy Isabella's long, longest career touchdown catches against two. 49 Thank you. All right. Just want to make We've sure. We've got two Ooh. great second round receivers in the house tonight. And, and he doesn't want to besmirch that reputation by talking about Andy. There you go. The third. Right. That's, that's my opinion. You know The premier one is actually going to be on the show here in a little bit. Oh, so. man. Uh, all I know is that that, <laughs> that conversation, that, that little plug you just put right there, man, you just made me smile, no, man. I'm good. I love man. you, Frank. 
Aww. Two premier second round draft picks in the house. That's right. Me, Christian Kirk. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Rondell Moore and Christian. No, 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 no. Oh, my bad. No, 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 no. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. All right, well, we have had some questions yes. on where Christian is at. He is signing autographs till 5 o'clock, and then he's going to join us. Um, but as far as Kyler Murray is concerned, it seems like he for sure wants to play on Sunday. And Cliff echoed that sentiment today after practice. I don't know. I mean, I know he wants to play. He understands how important a division game is, and um, – He's playing at a really high level, so we'll just see how he feels. We're not going to put him out there unless he can function, and um, he wants to play, so we'll see. I don't no. know if that means anything. No. According according to, I guess, what we've sort of uncovered is that Cliff has a little less to say about if Kyler's going to play or not, and Kyler has a little more, maybe. Well, I, at the end of the day, you've got – Cliff and Steve Kime was on radio this afternoon basically being adamant, like, we got to look at the big picture. And I think when you do not declare him out early in the week, you, you make San Francisco potentially prepare for both quarterbacks. Correct. But again, Vegas insiders do this for a living. This line has moved dramatically. That tells you that they do not believe Kyler Murray is going to play, even if Kyler Murray believes he's going to play. At the end of the day, it's that competitive advantage. We've talked about it all week. Colt McCoy's getting all the first-team reps. Let Kyler rehab and, and get ready for the upcoming slate, whether it's Carolina or after the bye or whatever. But, I, I mean, it, it, it's a big-picture outlook for the rest of the season, and the Cardinals are trying to, to reach the plateau. They want to get to the playoffs, have a deep playoff run. You compromise it now with a 60%, 70% Kyler Murray against a very good defensive front. It's not a good recipe for success. It's it's kind of what the 49ers did to the Cardinals the first time around. Kind of left uh, the waters a little murky, not sure what quarterback is going to start or play. Great point. And then, boom, now the tables have turned. And so we'll see how, how it all unfolds on Sunday. I have the same kind of hunch. I think you, you, you focus on the long play. San Francisco's not where they ideally would want to be. But, again, at this point, the other you know, the, the caveat to this is you got you to gotta kill a team when, when you have the chance. And if you let San Francisco win this game and they get on a little bit of a run, they're right back into the division, and you don't want that to happen either. Did you listen to the way that San Francisco was talking after they beat the Bears? I mean, you would have thought they beat the defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah. They were psyched after that win. Felt like it was like a statement win. That that was a, it was a, a, a it was a season changing win for them. And they were like talking it up like it was like way bigger than it That's, should be. They're known for talking a lot and then not producing. <laughs> they still have to play the Rams twice, where they will not have a quarterback advantage. They still have to go to Seattle, and where they will not have a quarterback advantage. So to me, like. Even if you lose, you're seven and two. Seattle or Seattle, the Niners are four and four. You just you don't worry about them because they're irrelevant if you take care of your business against other teams. Like, does it matter if they get in as the seven seed if the Cardinals are like the two or the three seed? Not really. And the Cardinals have already beaten them, and they 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 know fully healthy they would beat them this weekend. And I still think they have a good shot, by the way. Even with I do too. I do too. Football is played on the field, and I'm I just the embarrassing statement that if the Cardinals go out, you'd have to you'd have to the writers would have to it'd be a short paragraph of writing on what they if they go out and lose and get embarrassed. And I say that because like if they go out and win, it'd be amazing. And we've been we haven't been getting a whole bunch of coverage no way because we're seven and one. They're still getting still the underdogs in a lot of situations. But to me right now, I, I would I. I Everything I got in me, I throw, I throw the bed at it. I will. I throw everything to the wall, try to get this win. 
against a division opponent. That's just that's just me with the guys we got, and I'm I just know we'll be that much better if Kyler's playing. But I'm gonna back up. Let me just if Cliff is capable of coming up with a great game plan, yes, and being creative with his pieces, then that only that only continues to add to my tattoo. Yeah. I'm gonna get. After we get a couple more wins, I'm going to get that K2. Y'all know about that K2 tattoo I've been talking yeah, about we, getting. we didn't forget. I'm going to get the K2 tattoo. If he, if he can come up with, we can come up with a creative win, I'll get that. I'll get it Monday. If we if we right. get a what? win, watch. If we, if we get a win with Colt McCoy, we get a win with Colt, and he comes up with a great game plan, I will get wait, a tattoo on Monday. I will get a tattoo on Monday. What constitutes a great game plan? Like how much they win if by? If we win with Colt McCoy, find out if the Cardinals get win. a win. Yeah. We get a dub with any dub. With any dub. Even the last goal. Point two goal. seconds, uh, whatever. Oh. If we get a dub and – he comes up with a game plan that that will only. I feel like your standards could be a little bit higher. No, like you no, can no, wait no, till no, you can wait no, till later no, on in the uh-uh, season. No, It'll no. be okay. Because remember, all we said we needed. I needed to see him grow, and we started that run. And then we saw like he did something amazing versus the Rams, and then he just and then we just been kind of like winging it wins. And then we finally got a loss, you know. And unfortunately, in that game plan we played against the Green Bay Packers was not a good game plan, or the players didn't come to play like we thought they would have. But if we walk away, if because you so much love Colt McCoy and you think that well, he can put together okay. something, I will go get. I will go, and I'm not drinking. I'm on Gatorade, so I'm telling you right now, if he Johnny's he calling pulls for out, a quarterback pulls out a win, oh, no. I will go I get. <laughs> I will go get me a K2 tattoo somewhere on my body because I know for a fact he would have done what I needed him to do. I'll do it on Monday. And we'll be there? Yes. We'll do a lot. We'll do we'll a remote setup. At, at yes, absolutely. I'll do it on Tuesday at the office. <laughs> who the hell? Somebody come in. Gonna, First of all, who the hell? There's travel artists, no? Uh, yeah, I, 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 okay. I got a couple. He's got somebody that can come do it. <laughs> well, I got somebody that can do K2. it. It's a K2. It shouldn't be that expensive. Yes, no, no, I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a wow. I'm not getting a chest K2. He already <laughs> has it drawn out. Yeah, it might be a little teeny. I'll, I'll post it again, but that's the goal. I don't need any more. I need to see Cliff do what he's doing. And, again, this would only be another great stamp of what he's able to do as a coach and take his team into a hostile environment and walk away with a win. That, to me, would be something pretty amazing. And I, I would I, – and it's not, again, it's not a respect factor. It's just a, I would appreciate the growth that we've, that we've seen out of our coach, and that would be huge for our season. Imagine what the players would feel like. They, walk, they go into a hostile environment and come out with a win without having any pieces, but you put together a game plan and you call a game plan where, you know, Christian walks away with four or five to seven catches. Andy Isabella shows up, Rondell Moore, and then we got Chase Edmond. These guys are actually being explosive. And then we can see how far our offense can, be, can grow with, without having Kyler Murray at the helm. And then you'll see how much your coach is really calling. So that, to me, would would be pretty amazing. I'll I, get one. I agree with you. I think Cliff Kingsbury low-key is relishing this opportunity to potentially expose San Francisco and division rival Kyle Shanahan yeah. to go into San Francisco with his backup quarterback with skilled players that he advocated for. Rondell Moore and Andy Isabella. Antoine Wesley is a former Texas Tech receiver of Cliff's at, uh, at the collegiate level. His run game, he has his full complement now of offensive linemen, assuming Rodney Hudson plays, which we think he will. I think that Cliff's going to go out there and play with house money because I, I think he has house money in this scenario. I, I just I have a feeling, and I could we could do the post game Sunday, and you can ridicule me. I'll have egg all over my face. I think they're going to have a really good performance offensively with Colt McCoy. I feel like like one out of five of your good feelings pan out. 
You, you did have one Daddy's recently. Said, we'll, get said, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I don't think it's like one out of five. That is hurtful. I host a bet show on this channel. I have to keep up credibility. I co-host a bet show on this channel. Whoa, co-host. Speaking of your bet show, you mentioned it uh, a little bit earlier, but according to the DraftKings Sportsbook, I think the latest is the Cardinals are two and a half yeah. point underdogs in this game. Yeah, and I think the only reason it's not higher is we don't have certainty and clarity that Kyler could just pull a Houdini act and, and just wind up on the field, like wander on the field like Hopkins did against Green Bay. I think Sunday morning, if you're still able to bet that line when the inactives come out, I think it will get to three, three and a half, four. Really? In favor of San Francisco, yeah. What, even if Debo Samuel is out for the Niners? I don't think it matters. I think quarterbacks drive the needle, and Kyler Murray not playing and Colt McCoy playing, Vegas looks at that as a three also, or four point Also, swing. even though they lost Debo Samuel, they got George Kittle back. Right. right. So that, that makes a little bit of a difference right. as well. Right. Uh, well, I told you at the beginning of the show, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the code PHNX, bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game. You're going to get $200 in free bets if they win. It's that easy. But as always, 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And let's take a minute and just say, if you love what we're doing and have been following us for the past couple of months and have been considering whether or not you want more of Johnny and his more his takes. We have a, other things to that's offer. That's a bad selling point right there. <laughs> Just or terrible. more of any one of our writers that, uh, that write on our website awesome articles um, and lots of other things that we've got on our on our website. Want discounts on our awesome t-shirts on phnxsoccer.com. Become a member. If you do, you also get to pick uh, if you want a free T-shirt or 50 cents for your first month. So for can't sure. go wrong. We always yep. appreciate the support. I don't have an OnlyFans, so you, you aren't going to get more of me elsewhere. But I, you can get more of me at gophnx.com. I was Thank trying God. to be, you know. Thank God for that. You, you choose how you want to interpret it. You know? <laughs> We've got so much Arizona sports content that you're not going to find I anywhere mean, else. Go PHNX.com. Seriously, like this week alone, we've had Dale and Terry from the University of Arizona. We have Jeff Bannister for the D-backs, the D-backs pitching coast. We're going to have Christian Kirk on here in a little bit. Um, we've had a lot of uh, sports figures come on to these shows. And as we move forward, we're going to have more. And it's just it's just terrific. Uh, we love how the teams have kind of embraced us as well. Uh, and the community's embraced us. And thank you, Sean Marks, for the super chat. It's worth it, he says. So much appreciated. It is, it is worth Thank it. You, it absolutely is worth it. And, and like, listen, we've had a, a lot of things happen this week in the sports world. Uh, Gerald Borgay has been covering the Suns and the Sarver stuff. He's been doing a tremendous job with that. Uh, Craig Morgan has been covering. If you haven't watched the Coyotes show for a winless team, that might be the best show ever. Like, it's just so It's therapy good. to get them through it the really season. It really is. Yeah. And it's fun. It's entertaining. You get a tremendous insight. Um, very similar to what we're doing here for the Cardinals and what we do on the Sun show. It's just it's just good, wholesome content all the way. Well, I can't say wholesome because every now and then I drop an F-bomb. But other than that, we're not dropping F-bombs right now because we've got kids, kids over here. here. Yeah. <laughs> so... Man. Join us, please. <laughs> Thank you guys for doing a better job at, at selling uh, what we've got going on than I did. Because yeah. other than clearly, you uh, can see more Johnny. <laughs> it is. It's true though. You get more of Johnny if you're in the written form. In the written form, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, also. 
we've got a new segment that we're introducing, Traveling with the Bird Gang. If you're traveling to Sunday's game in Santa Clara, the segment is for you. Game will be played at, of course, Levi's Stadium, 125 local time, which is 225 here in Arizona. Gates out there are going to open at 1125. Should be in the low 60s around kickoff, which is like perfect football weather. But if you're watching from home, you can watch it on Fox. Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, like, if you don't know much about Burgang Travel Club, please go to Burgang uh, Travel Club. It's at BurgangChicago.com for the uh, for the Chicago trip. Um, and right now they've opened it up to where it's an a la carte trip. So if you are um, not going to join them on the on the flight and, and all this other stuff, you can pick and choose which events you want to go to. And that's what they do when they go to these cities. They'll do it for Chicago. They'll do it uh, for Dallas, which is a huge one because that's like a New Year's um, celebration of sorts um, so go to burgang.com and you know, burgangtravel.com and check out their website um, join us on the road Johnny will be going to Chicago and he'll he'll do a feature there from the uh, from the um, tailgate and then on top of that we're, we're, we're definitely going to send this this whole group these guys to Dallas uh, to, to cover um, from the from the Cowboys Stadium the tailgate and it's going to be awesome because that could be for the number one seed in the NFC um, just a week before the playoffs start so uh, yeah please check them out Dallas is going to be a party I'm already looking forward to it yes uh, but we <laughs> yes. mentioned that it seems like it's been forever and a half since the Cardinals have played a game I can't imagine how eager the players are to get back on the field uh, play a game and put everything that happened last week behind them. So I asked Chase Edmonds if there's some added eagerness to get back on the field, and here's what he had to say. We do not have that. Okay, so producer Shane does not have Chase Edmonds. <laughs> it is in. Should be in your messages, but so uh, we can certainly oh. move on. I can tell you the gist. Shane of was the just in panic mode. Over there, like, what? What? Where's it at? I don't know. Um, I can I can oh, just tell Chase. you the. Uh, no, that's Chandler. Oh, maybe it didn't go through. Ooh. All right, it's on me then. Oh. All right, I would say my internet. I would say my internet because I, <laughs> I definitely <laughs> sent it. I definitely. Uh. Put it in the chat. Synopsis for us, which is. Um, okay, so the synopsis was, he, yeah, absolutely, but um, I think he's a guy that is just a big overall sports fan, so he said, in general, all the best teams, and that's really across every every sport, don't lose back-to-back -back games, and so their focus is we cannot lose back-to-back, -back. let the one loss be the one loss, and let's move forward, um, but just keep it at that. Yeah, the, um, coming coming off a long break like that after a loss is is tough, but it does help the guys kind of refresh. The entire actually, you know, the pressure we talked about the pressure of holding that zero behind the wins you've been putting up is hard, and this team is that was a, that was a, being six and zero, seven and zero was a place they've never been, and to even have that expectation that you thought that was something you can do at the beginning of the season was probably not on the table. They probably given themselves maybe five and two at the time. They had a couple of great teams they had to play and fight against, eat away a couple of wins. But that break could help these guys kind of revamp. Unfortunately, they're just coming back, not with everybody, though. That would be a different mindset if they knew for a fact they had everybody that came back healthy in those next 10 days to so getting ready to play against a division opponent. They can feel strong and confident going up to San Francisco because they know they have all their weapons. But the break is helpful. But it will, like you guys said this earlier, it's going to help them expose some other players. 
and it'll help everyone kind of revamp and look at themselves and say, well, what am I really bringing to the table, whether I'm a starter or whether I was a backup guy? But everyone now has to kind of answer the bell because when you don't have all your pieces, everyone has to come and be mentally, emotionally ready to play against a, against a very good team. Well, players always talk about kind of looking at the season in terms of quarters. I always tend to just kind of look at what the, the you know, the next two, three game stretch is going to look like. And so, uh, you know, you're coming off a loss. You have the chance to get a division win. Uh, then you're going up against the Panthers, which should be, you know, uh, they should be able to pull off a win. And then you're heading into the bye. And so best case scenario heading into the bye is that, you know, you're on a two game winning streak. You hit that bye, you kind of recover and you've got momentum coming out of the bye and so that's just the kind of the way that I look at it what's also a little concerning that under Cliff Kingsbury they've gotten shellacked after the bye each of the first two years so I want to make sure to point that out because there are a lot of people saying like 10 days off to prepare you're working toward the bye the mid-season point they have not done well historically now this is a different team right this team is seven and one with a new mindset but I will say that I, I like the mindset that they treat every game as a singular entity outside of risking players' health in the process. I think they've built up enough depth on this roster, including the quarterback, to go out there. To me, that's why Vegas doesn't feel like this is going to be a seven- or eight-point game in favor of San Francisco. I think they most people expect this game on Sunday to be a field goal game either way. That's how I feel. That's how Vegas feels. And so they, they've gone into every game with the mindset that they're going to win. They were up until this point. Dating back to the Packer game, they were favored in every game the rest of the season. So to me, that says this team is legit top to bottom, 1-53. to So you let the chips fall where they may, and if you can't get a win this Sunday with Kyler Murray, etc., you're still 7-2, and like you mentioned, playing a Carolina team at home that's very beatable. So after going up against uh, the Packers and a team that had success running the football against uh, Arizona, the Niners certainly are capable of running the football as well. And so run defense, and, uh, you know, we talked about it, you know, pressure on the quarterback without J.J. Watts. Um, guys have to step up. And you have been super critical, Johnny, of wanting to see Chandler Jones step it up and get some sacks. But you're not alone. Okay. Okay. So okay. Let, let's let's allow Chandler Jones to defend himself. Here's what he had to say in his defense. Yeah, well, there's two different ways to look at it. Uh, a lot of people judge the fans and the media. They judge pass rushers based on sex. If you're looking at a contract or if you're looking at, if you're trying to uh, show your, your value to another team or you're trying to say, hey, you know, this guy's a good player, they're not just looking at the sex. They're looking at the pressures, the QB hits, the hurries. Sometimes the way things come up, it's really hard to get a sack. If you think about it, I know it's our job to do, but everything has to be right. The receivers have to be covered. The quarterback has to, you know, it's, it's just a lot. He has to hold the ball. Some quarterbacks, they feel pressure and they get rid of it. So with that being said, when you judge a player uh, and just trying to enlighten the other side, uh, the media side, when you're judging a player, judge him based on how cold, is he, is he getting close? Is he is he beating the guy at all? Now it's kind of like, ugh, all right, now it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a red flag. But sacks aren't always the thing that you want to judge on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so whenever you guys are want to want to critique a guy and say, oh, <laughs> you know that pass rusher is not Chandler Jones. He sucks. All right, if he if he's not winning, all right, now I suck. 
But uh, no, but honestly, yeah, you don't just judge on sacks. It's pressures, hurries, and hits. All right, we're going to put the Chandler Jones discussion aside for now because we've got Christian Kirk joining us live, and we appreciate you taking some time after signing some autographs. Uh, first and foremost, you're coming off uh, a long weekend uh, into the week. Were you, did you have the chance to have some fun? Did you get to dress up for Halloween? Yeah, yeah, I had some family in town, so I got to dress up with my little niece, and I'm a, a very competitive uh, pumpkin carver, uh, <laughs> so I make it a point of mine every year to – you know, carve a pumpkin and, and see if I can beat my sisters and, and my, my nieces and nephews. So uh, we had some fun. It was just good to have some downtime and, uh, you know, get the body a little extra recovery and get ready for this week. So, uh, Christian, how eager are you guys to get back on the field following that Thursday night loss, competitive loss, last final seconds of the game against Green Bay, come back this week and perform well? Very eager. I, you know, I, I know it was something that was on all of our minds, you know, especially with, uh, like I said, a long weekend. And, uh, you know, it was tough, but it's one of those where you kind of have to process it, um, you know, you go over the film and see what went wrong. And then uh, you flush it and, you, you like you say, you're, you get ready to, to get back on the field and, uh, another week of preparation, which we've had a great week so far, and ready to head to uh, San Francisco. How you been doing, my man? I've been great. Yeah? I've been great. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, the football season has its grind. You guys, um, there's a lot of expectations, but then there are some things that in-house expectations. Tell us a little bit about those in-house expectations that they, we don't hear that you guys, that Cliff talk about all the time. And I always say there's you no... Know, When he went to Cleveland, he wasn't there. But there is a voice and there's a message that he's probably been saying that we don't hear. Can you share a little bit of that? Maybe that's something that's maybe one or two things he's been sharing that keep you guys on Sunday. We're ready to play. It might be something he's saying that that we just don't get. Is there something that you know? Yeah, I I think the thing for us is, you know, our standard is is – our, the, our standard we say it's our standard you know, the standard is the standard and you know we've been through you know some points of adversity like you mentioned you know having cliff out and you know having you know certain guys throughout the season that haven't been on the field with us but every time we step on the field on sunday you know our standard is the standard and uh you know i know for us offensively you know we have a really high one um you know i know somebody made a comment uh i said it in, in the texans win you know offensively we played bad we still put up 30 points but yeah in my eyes, you know, we didn't play to, you know, the potential that we had. We didn't play to our standard. And that's just that's the nature of where we're at right now, which is good to have, yeah. you know, um, and, and it makes guys come in and, and want to work hard and, and make sure that when we step out there on Sunday, we put the stuff on film. We put the product out there that we know we can we can put out. That's what's up. How would you best describe this locker room? Because you kind of touch on it. I know that you guys have tremendous chemistry and you guys have each other's backs. You know, some of the things uh, that were said uh, in support of some guys that maybe didn't have their best game last week. You could just tell that uh, the camaraderie is definitely there. So how would you describe the locker room this year? Just uh, super tight-knit. And, you know, I said it earlier in the year, you know, just little things of, you know, guys getting together, position groups getting together throughout the week, you know, every Thursday going out to dinner, you know, things like that. You know, that's what brings a team, you know, closer. And uh, it makes it easier easier to go out there and play on Sunday. And when adversity strikes, you know how each person's going to respond. So uh, it's just very tight-knit. And, you know, we know that in the long run, you know, we're going to need every single guy, you know, when it comes to January and hopefully playing in February. Those are the type of, yeah. of things and relationships that we're going to need to take it all the way. Yeah. Got, got one more question for you. We were talking to, to Chase Edmonds earlier, and he said that during the offseason, he 
practiced a lot with you, and he mm. basically shattered anything that you did. He would do, <laughs> and his goal is to eventually be able to to line up in the slot and, yeah. and be a pass catcher. So, yeah. what's it been like uh, being able to, to to train him a little bit? And then, if he ever catches catches a pass, do you kind of feel like you should take a little bit of credit for it? <laughs> I'm definitely his biggest critic. Whenever he's uh, coming out the backfield uh, or running a route, you know, I'm always making sure I'm making a comment. Um, but, you know, the fact that he's even uh, taking his game to that level and latching on to me and he's latched on to Larry when he was here and, you know, asking plenty of guys, you know, hey, what did you think? You know, was my cut OK? You know, <laughs> did I catch that right? You know, just little things like that. And uh, he's just smart for doing that. You know, it, it, it goes to show you what type of player he is and how dynamic he is. So this season, you've been one of, if not the most productive slot receivers in the NFL. You're on pace for career highs across the board. You're also in a contract year. Do you think about that kind of thing throughout the duration of the season? No, not at all. Um, I, I know it's it's that year. I, I, I understand that. But uh, to be honest with you, my whole goal is I, I want to go to the playoffs so bad. And so right now, it's just truly going out there and doing everything that I can to win. You know, I've I haven't had this, you know, kind of hunger to, to win and, and win now and, and just go out there and put it all on the line um, like I have right now this season in a while. So I just um, I really want to go out there and, and, and play for this team and just, you know, do the best that I can to, you know, help, you know, launch us to, to the playoffs. Well, we are all rooting for you. We hope you have a, a big game on Sunday. We wish you the yeah. best of luck. And thank you so much for taking the time thank to join so us. Much. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, bro. Yep. All right. Thank you. Damn, Christian man. Kirk in the house. Good deal. Finish up signing some autographs. You are free to leave. (laughs) We need Christian on Sunday in in more ways than one. Well, I can't feel these shoes, so this is awesome. Yeah, you can't. We're going to recently downgraded to my yeah. left. Hey, thank you so <laughs> thank much. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what's so great is, is like, you know, these, these athletes, when you get them outside of their, you know, the, the mm-hmm. football environment, you know, we, we kind of see this with Frank on a, on a day-to-day basis and probably a little bit extra with Frank. <laughs> extra. Uh, is that, they, you know, they're just good people. You know, they're just yeah. good people. They're yeah. down to earth. And you, those, they're the type of people that you just want to hang out with. And, and, and you don't even want to talk football sometimes. You just want to be like, hey, let's, you know, I, I actually uh, saw uh, Christian at a, at a golf tournament for Sora High School. Um, you know, so it's, he's still giving back to his high school. He's still giving back to the communities. He's still active. He's over here with these kids um, who's, who are doing a fundraiser for their Pop Warner team. It's like, it's just, it's terrific to see people like that. He's embedded in the, the culture here in the Valley. I'm going to get away from you, Johnny. Yeah. Sorry, excuse oh, me. I appreciate that. Um, and <laughs> you think about his last like, comments. Mm, here he is. He's on pace for roughly 1,000 yards, career high, eight touchdowns, right? May supersede those numbers. And all he talks about is winning. He wants to get this team to the playoffs. They want to have success in the playoffs, right? They want to put last year behind them, and they want to win and have success. To me, if I'm a fan, that's exactly all I want to hear from my my athletes that I admire. Is like, yeah, the contract stuff, it it comes and goes, but I am here to have success, and and I want to be a winner with the Arizona Cardinals. To me, that that just gets me fired up and excited. It shows you the kind of person he is. Yeah, the standard. I thought that was like, okay, our standard is the standard, and that's what we're going for. And I, I, my back end question would have been like, well, you guys really ain't been that great in the past, so what, how can, what kind of standard are you trying to set? But to know the potential in the offense, I mean, but that's where it's you start saying. It's a whole new standard, but that's, what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but the, that's why you, you hear that conversation, you be like, oh, you ain't really won. <laughs> However, 
No, I'm just saying, but however, the comp, but you see that when you realize you got a bunch of talent and you can get 35 points. I mean, it's, it's uh, PHNX. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just saw a comment on the screen when you guys were talking about Christian and being like a contract here, and Peter Bach was like, Cliff's probably telling him, you want a house like mine? You got to keep winning. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, hey, that's, this, is, this team is doing some, a lot of good stuff. They got a lot of great players. And um, that's something to be appreciated as a fan because there are times when this organization didn't keep the players. And now you have a bunch of players that actually can go out and play that's playing good football. So hopefully they can keep that thing going. Hopefully they have a great week this week and he can shine. And then this week could be something where he could be the guy, the conversation piece of, look, he can probably sign a new contract by, by next week. He can get a tattoo like me, buddy. Oh, no. He doesn't want any of that, Frank. <laughs> he don't want a K2? <laughs> he can get a K1 and a K2. I wish we had a little more time with him because he also, I mean, there's so many – guys on this team that give back to the community and then also just kind of are doing their own business venture. Christian is very into fashion. He and Byron Murphy, both local products, Saguaro High School alum, they both have their own clothing lines. I mean, that's awesome. And I love to follow what the guys are doing off the field as well. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of clothing lines, you know who else has their own clothing line? Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Go <laughs> phnx.com. You can check out Johnny's shirt right there. I'm like, there, I'm the only person rocking our gear. What's yeah. going on here? Well, I'm rocking our gear. Well, it's kind of the company gear. This is from... You're company man, this is yeah. I am, man. DNVR, phnx, it doesn't matter. We're all this, We're all city. I am, go, I am representing the Pro Football Hall of Fame, so sorry. And I, I got DraftKings. Draft company. You know, you know there you go. Do? Company there you go. man myself. I well, love it. That's what we're about. We, we, we don't have officially licensed um, Stonewash jean jackets, but we will soon, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Hey, get that up on PHNX Locker. I'd buy one. Yeah. So we'll just have Johnny's face on the back. Yeah. More Johnny. That's what, that's what, you, more Johnny. That's what you get when I mean more Johnny. More Johnny. Johnny. Get more Johnny, baby. This company can go under real quick if that happens. <laughs> Hey, it's a damn shame what happened funny. to PHNX. They were on a roll there for a little bit. They put too much stock into one person. It went, went downhill real quick. Oh, well, man. do we want to pick up where we left off with the Chandler Jones? So yeah. basically, if you're just tuning in and, and you missed her, you just tuned in while, while Christian was here speaking with us. Basically, Chandler Jones said that you know, hey, I know the fans, I know lots of media members like to look at sacks, but when you're negotiating a contract, which he will be, uh, that's not what they're looking at. They're, they, yeah, they're looking at sacks, but they're looking at quarterback hits, pressures, hurries, all of the things. And uh, in his mind, he's doing a lot of those things, just not, it's just not producing sacks. I love you, Chandler. Uh, I am, I'm writing an article for our, our fabulous website, gophnx.com. In the next 24 hours, the article is going to drop, and it's basically, where are you at, Chandler Jones? This team needs you to apply more than pressures. They need you to bring down the quarterback, which historically, you've been phenomenal with this organization. You haven't had a sack since week one. Dating back to last season, mm. you've got sacks in just two games with mm. the Cardinals before you went on injured reserve last year and then this mm. season. Mm. You're going up against Trent Williams Sunday, who mm-hmm. is by and large best left tackle in football. Well. This, this team <laughs> needs you in this game yeah. to perform. Johnny's preaching right now. And and so and you don't have your running mate who terrorized JJ Watt terrorized Mike McGlitchy in that home win that they had a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. to the point where Mike McGlitchy was just completely taken off his game. And so we need you Sunday to force pressures and to bring down Jimmy G so the offense can be set up for success. So I, I understand where he's coming from, 
But like, you can't go sackless in all but a couple games and think I'm going to pivot into this big money deal. Like, you, you were great once upon a time when you were contributing sacks, not in bunches, but one to two every week in route to 20 plus sacks in 2019. Well, That's it's funny what that you needed. said that because he said historically, like it's fact, sacks come in bunches. He said that today. Ask Hassan Reddick how that went last year, and the Cardinals let him walk as a free agent after having five sacks against the Giants. Now I know he's having a good season, but consistency. Consistency is key. If, Ky- if Kyler Murray threw 10 touchdowns in a game and then went five straight games without a passing touchdown, we'd all be saying, what the hell's wrong with Kyler Murray? Yeah. So Chandler Jones has to be yeah, held That's like a little same. bit different, but okay. It's like a little bit different. It's the same thing. <laughs> so I, I'm going to need to see, in order for him to get his sacks or to change where he's at right now, because we still tr- truly don't know how COVID has affected his body. What has it done for him? I think he said he's, he's lost some weight. And so, therefore, he's not as – and he might not be as strong or as vigorous as we think he would be as he started the season off. So, that might – and then it, the, 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 the two or three games that he kind of played, he didn't look great at, at all. So, I would – now I need to see Coach Joseph do a little bit more with him. Move him yeah, around. I agree get with him that. Off, get him off the left side, their right side. Get him off the left side, move him around a little bit. Let him stand in the middle. Move him around. Get creative with him a little bit. And that way you'll you'll – create better mismatches for him that he can use his skill set because he's not a, a bull rush guy typically he's one of those guys that around he's a round guy he has a speed guy get up the field and come around and he has he's long and slanky that's a word but he's that dude so but we got to move him around a little bit so that he can become a little more put him in better positions right now so if they do that we can probably see the Chandler Jones of old get a couple of sacks here here and there but if they don't and they just leave Matt on the outside against Mr. Williams. That's going to be a long day. Yep. Yeah, Elon That's Musk in the super day. chat. Uh, Elon here. <laughs> JJ Watt will play again in two to three games. You know, uh, Mr. Tesla right here is always up in a super chat, especially on the Suns show. Uh, Mr. I, he's, Tesla. He's, he's definitely becoming a fan favorite for sure. Yeah, so, yeah uh, we appreciate thanks, it, Elon. Elon. Um, we'll pivot to more on JJ in a second. I did want to say, though, uh, we did speak to Chandler for the first time today since he uh, since he had COVID. So we we finally got to to get some facts on exactly you know how he was feeling, how he's feeling now, how much weight he lost. So he said he lost about seven pounds. He's gained about five of the seven back, um, and said he actually feels faster than before okay. and he, he made a joke that maybe he lost weight in all the right places but I think he was being serious and like hey I feel really good and I legitimately feel like lighter and faster so he does feel great so the COVID stuff hopefully is in the past with him yeah. and uh, maybe we'll see some you know a big performance out of him on Sunday you know, it's, it, it's all good but it's like it's kind of like my dog like when my dog goes outside and he has to, you know, like relieve himself. He's always excited when he comes back because he just drops some pounds. Like I need to see it when we go to the park and we're playing ball, and he doesn't get tired after the first five minutes. Kirsten's not having this analogy. She, she doesn't like it. Huh? You don't like that analogy? I mean, I just sure. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, not a fan of it. <laughs> this is a. How about this? This is a performance-based industry, yeah. and you either perform yes. or you don't. A million percent. And. We need Chandler Jones. Well, the guy had COVID. Then he was coming off COVID. Before COVID. And now he should have a big week. And this is the test. Okay, Chan, we need you back. He's able and capable of taking over a game. And if they're going to win Sunday, he needs to have that kind of performance. All right. So now is the time to praise Johnny because he came up with a conspiracy theory that J.J. Watt was going to – because we hadn't heard all week. He was supposed to get surgery uh, sometime this week. We hadn't heard anything about it. And so everyone was questioning why he not only 
nothing was said about that, but then also wasn't put on IR yet. And so Johnny said, maybe he's not going to get the surgery. Maybe he got a second opinion. They're going to figure out a way for it to heal enough for him to come back and actually play. And we're somewhat leaning to that might have been true. Yes, that is what's happening. I said it first, me, <laughs> on PHNX programming. J.J. Watt, by, by the words of Steve Keim, is putting off surgery in an attempt to come back and avoid the IR stent, which we should not be surprised at this point. The story has died down considerably. He's, he's out for this Sunday, but the fact that he's out means that they think he's going to play in the coming weeks like by logic standpoint, he's already been out for three weeks, including this Sunday. He could come back conceivably next weekend against Carolina. But how? How? I to- like, I, what are they going to do? Cold, to wear a cast. Cold like everything tub, right here. Cortisone like injections, cast. stretching it out. I think that he, he, got a, he got a different <laughs> opinion, and nobody tells J.J. Watt his season is, is over, except for J.J. Watt, <laughs> except for 99. <laughs> Hell yes, this is the best. We willed this into existence on Wednesday's show. Do you so know how many want- times he has been out for the season? Well, now well, clearly, think, clearly, all those people like, have told him no, like, "No, this well, is different." Well, I think he, I think he was like, "I am sick of having this be what follows me. I'm not going to have another season-ending injury. I just turned a page. I'm with a new team. This isn't happening to me. Goodness gracious, crud muffin! It's not happening. <laughs> it's not. Yes, <laughs> crud muffin. Oh yeah, bomb. that's her thing. So, yes, yeah. crud muffin. Um, well, look, yeah. he he he's in a position where if they're going to get, they're going to allow him to have that kind of say um and getting the surgery or not then that's cool i mean that, that's a great thing in regards to that but if you can get a slot for to remove him off the roster to go get another player that can actually make some that can make some strides and you probably need to do that but in truth if i like that the cardinals have given him a little bit of tenure that's something they did that's something that they would never have done in the past and now i like that they're giving him the ability to say what he wants to do if he can if he can still muster it for, to finish the season good. I like that. I like, I really, I re- honestly, like I can tell you, man, these are bad moments. I know I, I, I try to, I try to tell you guys that how bad it was and how good it is now and how they're protecting their players. And yep. that to me is something that's pretty special. And he deserves that. J- Jacob Bajorquez, I don't know if you guys are looking at this, but in the chat, he is going, oh, he's going hard. absolutely yeah, I know, yeah. off the charts right now. First of all, yeah, like Kyler needs to do more squats. He's too weak, and Johnny could probably tackle him. That's not and then, true. And then, definitely said, couldn't and, then he said that, and then he said he's not jumping on the bandwagon until the Cardinals win a championship. Well, that's kind of the Bold definition strategy. of a bandwagon right there. So, <laughs> back to JJ Rock, real quick. I I don't think there's a difference. JJ Rock. I'm JJ I'm emotional talking about this because it gets me so fired up. I don't. To Frank's point, I don't think there's a difference between trying to not ride. He's not riding away because he's thinking about his arm. It's gonna rot off in the middle of a game. I don't think there's harm in trying to play yeah. again. Oh, and man. if and if things. If it gets fudged up, you can fix it in the offseason. You only have November, December, January to go. And if it blows up and he gets carted off or something happens, he's not going to – He's not doing OTAs next year. He's probably not going to hang out in training camp all that often. He's going to be on a pitch count next season, in the next season. So – Give it a go, even if you're 75. percent What is this? What is happening? No, Capone, doctors to JJ. I can get a good look at a T-bone steak by sticking my head up a cow's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. This this man is not a man, but he's a god. He's gonna play in the month of November. 
We called it here on PHNX Cardinals Live when no one else had it. It was us first, number one. And I just, I can't wait to see number 99 run out of the tunnel. And I will be emotional then like I am right now. Well, Are you crying? I will say something. He's having like Are an allergic crying? reaction to his oh pumpkin spice coffee or something like that. I can't wait to watch run out of the tunnel and his arm's just like, hey, let's go, guys. And he's got no control over his bicep whatsoever. Don't you dare. That's awful. Oh my gosh. Uh, I will say the Steve Kime uh, comment, I believe, was on Arizona Sports earlier in the day. But I knew as soon as I asked Cliff this morning if JJ had gotten surgery yet and Cliff said, I'm not going to comment on that, I was like, Johnny was right. Johnny was right. Not he didn't fir- get surgery. Not the first time. <laughs> Certainly won't be the last. One out of five, Johnny. On One pro- out of five. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all, I, I don't want to be right about this weekend because I don't think Kyler or Hopkins are going to play. Uh, I would rather be wrong about that. But unfortunately, I think that that's also going to happen. I would also like to ask you about your success rate with same-game parlays because, as we know, in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, if you combine multiple bets on the same game, you're always going to get a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. My hit rate is much higher than my my peers uh, on the uh, PHNX uh, bets daily with Shane and myself. Shane. Shane's over here producing the show too, uh, just shaking his head. He can't do a damn thing right about now. this. <laughs> Shane, you rat bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call him a rat bastard today because we had Michael Lombardi on. Well, the kids uh, have left, so you're feel free okay, to do so this. Okay, so he's a huge rat bastard, and, <laughs> and I dominate him on a daily basis, noon every day, Pacific time on PHNX bets daily. Shane Leaving the building now. Really left the building. Leah's here. She does oh a great job. God. She crushes it. Oh, oh, there no. he is, right behind you, Johnny. Don't look behind look you. At this creep. DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's ter- that's terrific. That's Do terrific. we have any final words? Yeah, actually, before? there there was uh, Sydney was. Wastradowski, I think I said Wastradow- that right. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, I hey, think so. uh, she said, "I need to see Johnny try to cover Frank." And you know what's so funny about that is, we, literally before the show started, we talked about doing an adult combine to see like how how these guys would do in like a combine like setting because we'll be at the combine. So maybe that's something we have to we have to execute. That'd be horrible for me. I would, I would tear every ligament in my leg. Not throwing wise, he wouldn't. Shit, I got the best arm in the country. Uh, okay. Uh, Wait a second. Do you realize that he was drafted uh, That doesn't by mean the he's Cubs accurate, Houston. No, did you see the accurate. pass he threw against the Steelers back in the day? Oh, look at that. I'd post it, brother, if you want me to show it to you. He see has a <laughs> cannon of an arm. Yeah, man, I played quarterback, I play quarterback uh, from Little League all the way into high school. And I got several passes in the NFL. <clears throat> Check my stats, brother. Google me. <laughs> was I right? That one pass, though, it was against the Steelers, right? Dot. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. I, I, I'll post it. I, I he had a little okay. crow hop yeah. and everything. Did he really? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. A crow hop. Yeah, I did. What's going on with Jacob's wife Uh-oh. on the screen? Saw so that's my wife. She got it from me. <laughs> the question. The question. What was the question? Oh, oh, I didn't oh. know that was his wife. It doesn't say Franklin. <laughs> she didn't take your last name, Jacob? I'd be embarrassed, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, the guy's on vacation this week. He's getting yeah. good. This is, look, right. is going to be a great week for the team. This is a good opportunity for them to come. Go to a, go to a hostile environment with the, with, the, with the team that they have. Put together something pretty special. Try to come away injury-free. Dominate another con- con- take a, excuse me, a team that's in the conference. Um, put together some creative moments. Figure out what, they, what they're made of in this, in this situation. And it would be great. I mean, like, 
It would be absolutely fabulous for them to double down on San Francisco 49ers. It'd be great to see what these players are made of. And again, you know, Christian says something that's pretty on point about the standard. If they have one and they they, they own they take they take ownership of that with or without the next man up, um, knowing who they have in that locker room, that'd be pretty special to watch these guys come over to win. We're all about marital bliss here on this show. And Sydney and Jacob are now fighting in our YouTube chat about who came up with that idea. So happy to help. <laughs> I'm the ultimate right. family man, so I, I can understand how that goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the guy who said, oh, hey, the kids are out of town. Thank gosh. <laughs> Let's get some drinks after the show. Come on down. Downtown well, Gilbert. that's why you're joining us. I am, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. God bless. Well, God bless. happy to have you, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, before we go, I uh, want to thank Christian Kirk again for taking the time to join us. Absolutely. Also want to thank the Trading Card Club for hosting us here. They've got some awesome sports memorabilia. Uh, they've got uh, you know deals with players that come in all the time and will sign things. So uh, we just appreciate them so much. They're out here in Gilbert. And uh, it was fun. Our second remote show went pretty yeah, well. Yeah, and Bergang Travel. You know, Bergang Travel is the, the – they're, they're a great partner of ours. They help coordinate these events and, uh, you know, put us in, in touch with uh, a lot of people like like Christian Kirk. So uh, major thanks to Tyler from Bergang Travel. Um, they're the standard. They are the standard, he says. The standard is the standard. And there you go. It's pretty awesome. Okay, yeah, we're going to go awesome. get some food and drinks in downtown yes, Gilbert. Yes, we are. And, Come uh, find us and join us. Yeah, we'll see you guys game day. <laughs>